Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the His and Her Rewatch podcast, where we watch movies that he likes, and watch movies that she likes. I'm the His, Caleb, and with me as always, my caring wife, the Her, Megan. Megan, this is our 10th episode. Yes! I feel like we should be having some champagne and like uh, confetti poppers. Let's do some like really cool sound effects. Sure! (laughs) Woo! Yeah. We made confetti it. Confetti cannons going off. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It's a fireworks. That's about as good as it's gonna get. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, that's exciting. Ten episodes in. This is a uh, your episode and one of your favorite one of your favorite movies of all time. Yes, and not just mine, but many others. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we told your mom that we watched this movie, and she was. Oh, my mom. She and my talked sister. about it. She's yes. like, oh, I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. I know. I know your sister too. Yeah, for sure. So that's cool. Um, We'll talk about all that for sure. Yeah. So before we get into it a little bit, we uh, we'll talk about our socials and our platforms and something special we're doing for our tenth episode. Yeah. So I thought for our tenth episode, it would be really cool to give back to all of our loyal listeners and followers, and we're going to be doing two giveaways actually on our social media platforms. So we're going to have one on the Instagram platform and one also on the facebook platform we don't have mm-hmm. as many followers on the facebook platform so no it's about is it about the about same a, i think it's about the same okay yeah. well good i don't know i don't i'm not on the face yeah. the facebook the i'm not facebook. on facebook i'm on the instagram <laughs> the <laughs> more often yeah. um but yeah so we're going to be giving away two amazon gift cards two 20 amazon gift cards um not a lot just to show our appreciation for those who have stuck with us or 10 episodes, or maybe you're just joining, and that's cool too. Yeah. Um, so the way that you're going to be able to enter into the giveaway, it will be a random drawing. Um, and I'll put, we'll post all this on our socials um, the day of this uh, yeah, episode airing. A day or two after or something, just that during that time, that week, that the episode. Oh, you don't want to do it the day of? Well, people have to listen to the episode, don't they? Oh, anyways, go ahead. Well, either way, whether you're listening... It'll end at the end of the week. Okay, sure. All right. <laughs> Whenever we post it, it'll we're end. Just at... still, we're just discussing this in real time, y'all. Um, I'll let you either way. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you're going to have the option to win both gift cards, um, one on our Instagram or one on the Facebook. And um, you have to do three things you have to follow the page, comment, and tag a friend. And then the last thing is share on your stories. Um, I guess you can do that on Facebook too, right? Yeah, you can, well, you can share. Yeah, yeah. share yeah, your stories yeah. and make sure you tag us as well so that we know that you shared it on our stories and that'll get you an entry into the giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so our whole point is to try to grow our audience, grow our social medias and, and everything, especially if you really are enjoying us and you want to find a way to help us out, this would be a perfect opportunity to kind of just share share our pages and show your support. And so... Uh, and hopefully you're listening to this the week that it comes out. Otherwise, this is just old news. <laughs> yes. So the um, the giveaway will be closed uh, the next week. So the next the following Monday when our next episode comes out. So it'll be one week. So if you're listening to this in the future, sorry, but we'll probably do more giveaways. You yeah, know, at stuff. each anniversary of our podcast episodes come out. Yeah, milestones. milestones. So the next will be the hundredth episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. Hopefully that's fun. So anyways, all right. Well, very good. So 
Go ahead and plug what our socials are. Oh, yeah. So our socials, so that you can win this giveaway, is um, at his own Instagram. It is at his and her podcast. Nope. Sorry. (laughs) His and her rewatch. Yes. Don't leave that in there, I swear. Caleb? You got to edit these things out, okay? I'll leave all this in. No, you're not. Um, I will not do it anymore then. Have a laugh. (laughs) I'll just cuss in here. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so um, on Instagram, it's at his and her rewatch with the um, A and D in between. And then on Facebook, it is at his A and no, at his it's with the and sign, her rewatch um, on Facebook. So, all right, good. And you can also find us on other all the platforms that we're streaming on. We're not streaming, we're whatever. We're on different plat- podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So, nice. have fun. I feel like I did a horrible job explaining that giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find it on our socials. We'll do it. <laughs> I know it's so complicated. I guess, like, saying it out loud is complicated. Hopefully, but it's not. Yeah. It's not as complicated as you're trying to Yeah. explain it. So if they didn't follow it, they can just read it on the post. (laughs) Yep. Good luck with that, guys. All right. Uh, So we'll get into our uh, our episode. This was a this is our tenth episode. This is a her pick, and you picked the nineteen eighty seven classic, Dirty Dancing. Baby, I don't see you running up to Daddy telling him I'm your guy. The Dirty Dancing, uh, now before we really get into anything, uh, this whole movie, which I didn't, I didn't realize this was set in the 60s. Mm-hmm. This was set in the 60s. Yes. First of all, I didn't know anything about this movie. Right. I just knew the music and the little dance at the end. Yeah, like the iconic Yeah, that's all. It, yeah. That's everything I ever, ever knew about this movie. But I thought it was an interesting concept of that they're on vacation. And this is like a vacation resort in New York. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be in- interesting for us to talk about our vacations growing up and how we're, um, and what you did. Do you have any fond memories of locations and different things that you did for as a child? Yeah, so I remember, um, I don't remember a lot of my like childhood ones. I remember more like my teen ones, kind of like with, with this scenario. Um, I remember um, we used to go camping a lot at the beach. Okay. Um, like what like, kind of camping? Not like tent camping, like uh, camper camping. Camper camping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So my mom and my stepdad, they had a pop-up camper, and it was the coolest thing. I don't know why. We just thought it was the coolest thing. I mean, those were the, the things back then, you know, those yeah. pop-up campers, yeah. and you brought them behind you on your truck, and um, just went wherever you wanted to go. And so we would go camping um, quite often. My stepdad loved going camping, and um, with th- three women 
or a woman and do teenage, teenage girls, girls, we were not going to go camping in a tent. <laughs> that, and so, um... <laughs> yeah. So we just loved camping um, at the beach and we would go to Myrtle Beach. That was a big, big, big um, location for us. Okay. And it's crazy to think now because we're parents, like all that my parents let us do, like we literally would just like, we would be gone all day. Oh, all day. Like yeah. we would come home for lunch and most of the time we would do like family things in the morning. We would go to the beach in the morning. We would go back to the camper, eat lunch, and then we were just gone all yeah. day. Yeah. And I was with my sister most of the time. Um, and I think this was like, I was probably like around 13, 14, about our daughter's age right now. And my sister was two and a half years older than me. Um, so I was that also that annoying little sister as well. I always tagged along with her, which I think my mom probably made her tag uh made me i made her allow me to tag along with her but um <laughs> but yeah and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> and there's things that we did that will go to our grave <laughs> nothing illegal nothing illegal <laughs> but definitely um definitely some stupid decisions for me <laughs> yeah. what about you well i grew up going to uh uh, Fripp Island most of the time. Most of the years we went right, to Fripp Island. Right, and I never heard of Fripp Island until I met yeah, you. Yeah, Fripp Island is, is, small, a, yeah. is a beach on the coast of South Carolina that's kind of like a gated island. It's the end of an island chains off the off of uh, Beaufort is the closest um, city there. And right, which sounds really bougie, but I know y'all were not bougie. No, no. <laughs> See, my grandparents, it's great because my grandparents, they did, we went vacationing with them uh, young. And so... Hunting Island, which is a, a a state park, is the island before you get to Fripp Island. And my grand my grandparents took my mom and her sisters camping, a lot similar to what you're talking about camping. Right. They went there vacation there every year growing up, and then they found on Fripp Island before it got real big and popular and um, well known. Um, they had a they had um, this lady had a, two condos like super small con they were actually like hotel old hotel rooms they turned into condos and we would take family vacations there and I'll pile into this little bitty room on vacation for yeah, like a week. Yeah, we've been there. We, yeah, you've been, we, we, went, we went there one time, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Yeah. We stayed at the same one. It was ones. so small. It was, it was Sun Suites. Uh, the place is called Sun Suites on Fripp Island. And this lady named Harriet... And she was still it. owning it when we were she there. She still right? owned it. I yeah. think she was. Did we saw her when she, we yeah, were we there? Did, yeah. She was, so she was old. like an eight, her eighties, so maybe nineties. I don't know. Yeah, but it's <laughs> that just, was a while ago. That was before kids, wasn't it? Oh, maybe a little. Uh, I think it was our fifth anniversary. I do believe. Oh yeah, so we just had we just had Ella. I think it was just yeah. Ella at the time, but we would just go to these, go there, and just. I mean, it was the greatest time. I didn't really realize how like crammed we were. We were sleeping on the floor, making yeah. little pallets. Right. We we're just making like this little. Uh, I mean, it was just the greatest time. I had to know nothing. We and a lot like you were talking about, we'd run around. We run on the island because it was just we just ride our bikes everywhere, miles. Yeah, we back, rode bikes too. It's yeah, everywhere, and it was just so much fun, such fond memories. And then if, if we got teenagers, we would take some of our family friends. Like we would go vacation with several families together. We would get like a place on the island, and we would go um, with several families, kids that uh, teenagers that were my age, and. And my sister and stuff, and we would just um, there's so many times we just vacationed on, on there on the island and different ways in houses and condos, crammed in one little room. As it was, uh, we had friends of ours that had a a place there when we as we got older, uh, a little condo. And it was great. So such fond memories of that. It was a lot lot different than what the movie was doing. Like it was that was kind of that's what I think was cool about this movie. 
and we can talk about it a little bit that's like like the the uh the idea of going back in time like this is set like this movie was uh, shot in the 80s mm-hmm. in the mid 80s and but it's going back to the 60s um i think it was like what did it say 63 mm-hmm. 1963 like that, yeah. but just i'd love looking back on how things were done like in movies like going like period pieces and things like that just to see how things they did things. And so how they vacationed then and the places they looked, it was so funny because I was thinking about how, like what they did, they all go to this resort and these people are staying there for like three weeks. You yeah, know, I'm okay. like, oh my gosh, that is insane to think about vacationing for three weeks in the same place, especially in this resort. But like they have these activities to do and they have like, you eat together and dining room. Like they, we just did this on a cruise. Yeah, <laughs> this no is joke. the exact same thing. <laughs> We did it on a cruise. They have all these itineraries and the entertainment comes for the summer. And it was like, it was, it's neat to think about all that. I know. I feel like they need to bring that back. I don't know if there is stuff like that out there. They do stuff like that, but I don't know what, what level they do it. It's like, I don't know. It's like summer camp for families. (laughs) That's what I felt like. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I really like that part of it. Just going back and, and, and seeing the, the the way they did that back in the sixties and how they vacationed and stuff. So anyways. Uh, anything else to add about vacations you want to talk about? You're good. That was your fond memories of vacationing. Mm-hmm. Very good. I like it. So this was, like we said, the 1987 hit. This was actually premiered at the 1987 Cannes Film Festival on May 12th, 1987. Cannes. Cannes? Cannes. 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 I don't know what Cannes. it is. Cannes? Cannes, I think. Okay. I don't know. I never heard of it anymore, so I'm just going You never heard of the Cans film festival? No, I don't know what that is. I think it's Cans. It's Cans or Cans. I don't know. I think it's anyway. Cans. I don't know. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so this, yeah, it premiered in 1987 at the Cans Film Festival, uh, May 12th, 1987, and then it had its theatrical release on August 21st of 1987. It's had a budget. What do you think a budget for this type of movie would be? Oh, I'm terrible at these things. Uh, I think we're going to start getting better at it as we go. If we start thinking thirty about million, four point five million dollars. Okay, I was way off. Way off. <laughs> I forgot this is in the eighties. <laughs> this is the eighties. It's not a yeah. It's not a big budget movie at all. No. Um, it, I mean, I, it was in one location. <laughs> yeah, we well, had two locations. I can talk about that, but uh, actually, two filmed in two locations. But it was yeah. It's very yeah, very it was simple set. North Carolina. Yeah, one was North Carolina, yeah. one was in Virginia. That's right. And had a box office that made $214 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a surprise hit. Yeah, uh, they thought it was going to tank bad. Yeah. 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 There, yeah. Was a, there was one film critic, I think, that said, uh, burn it and claim it on your insurance, is what they said. <laughs> I'm like, dang, that is a really harsh critic. Good gracious. And I'm like, thank God they didn't. <laughs> we would not have the iconic... Patrick Swayze that we have, or the Jennifer Grey that we have. Yeah, for sure. It was, so yeah, it was a big hit. It was like, it kept building from what I noticed, what they talked about, that the popularity just kept building and building and building, uh, even even through like the second release and the the anniversary releases and stuff. And and so it's kind of neat. And uh, this won an Oscar. For best music original song mm-hmm. for Time of My Life. Yes. Which I didn't know that was an original song for that yes, movie. It is. That was yeah. where that came from. Because I 
And that was also, they didn't realize, they didn't know that was going to be the song for that last dance until the day before filming. Oh, really? <laughs> that wow. last dance, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they <laughs> I had, don't know they what had, they were practicing with. But. Well, they, they probably had this they, before they film in the whole movie. Right, right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. just figured it out. Yeah, they yeah. picked the song and then they probably did the choreography. Yeah. They had to pick a song. and so That's cool. I like it. Uh, so we have the director... What'd you say the name of this director was? I think it's, because it's, uh, it's spelled like looks like Emily. I think it's Emile. Emile Ardenalo. Yeah, Arden Ardenino. Ardenino. Or maybe it's Italian. That sounds kind of Italian. That sounds Italian. Emile Ardolino. Yeah, there's not a lot about <laughs> about him. He did pass away at the age of fifty in 1993. Oh wow! So he directed wow. a he directed a few movies and did a, a few of the dance movies, a few other dance movies and stuff. Uh, I, I, I usually we kind of, sometimes we talk about this, the writers and stuff and I was going to skip over this, but I found this really interesting because after we finished watching the movie, I made a joke. I said, so this is based on a true story. And so, I saw this too. so you saw this too. Yeah. Okay. So I was just going to read this. This was the screenwriter, screenwriter, uh, Eleanor Bernstein, Bergstein. Say that right? Sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Eleanor, uh, this paragraph I, I read, I was going to read it because to summarize it, not much to summarize it, just go ahead and read it. But anyway, it says, according to the December 2008 interview with Dirty Dancing screenwriter Eleanor Bernstein, the character of Baby and Johnny were both influenced by Bernstein's own biography. Like Baby Hausman, uh, Bernstein came from a liberal Jewish family who visited Catskills Resort during the 1960s. Her father was a doctor, and she was nicknamed Baby until she was 22 years old. Like Johnny Castle, Bernstein was a skilled, quote, dirty dancer who learned at house parties and later became an uh, Arthur Murray instructor. Wow. Pretty impressive. I was like... The characters and her writing, it all came from personal influence. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty heavily stories. influenced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, I, thought that, I thought that was neat. And so, very nice, Eleanor. I like that. Did you have anything else on her? Or that was pretty much what you saw. No, that's that? what I saw, too. You yeah. saw that, too? Yeah, uh-huh. That was very interesting. I thought it was just funny because I made a joke about it. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, I forgot that you did story. say that. <laughs> I thought yeah. you had said, saw something on the screen that I didn't see. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so we'll talk about. I got a few actors. I really we're just. There's not a heavily casted, like especially main characters. Yeah. Not we a, know you like that as well. You don't like any extra cat uh, actors and actresses or characters <laughs> in the movie that don't make sense. Yeah, exactly. It don't <laughs> so. make sense. If it's good for the story, you need it. And I'm, I'm all for it. But if uh, to keep it keep it light and keep it. To a point. Well, I think the biggest thing when researching about this movie that I found that I did not know, Uh and it's a huge thing, I didn't even know, I don't know if you found this out too, but um, was that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey did not get along. They did not like each other. Yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy to me. Well, they had a movie they did together. Yeah, they did Red Dawn together. Yeah, Yeah. in 1984. Mm -hmm. And I saw that, that um, Patrick Swayze had to talk her into screen testing together. And so she did... Uh, and then they got along and then they were not getting along again during the filming of the movie. Uh-huh. And then they had to, I think the, uh, the director, uh, they had to go back and show them their screen test 
to show that that they could get along because they were really worried about, especially some of the love scenes and the chemistry for all this. I mean, I mean, think about it. This is dancing and romance movie. You have to have good chemistry to to sell the movie to make it believable. So right. they got they got it back together. They came back together and uh, with um, and got along and and it worked out well. But yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. Well, I could I could try to figure out like why why didn't she because. Like, why didn't she like Patrick Swayze? I couldn't figure that out. And she said, during the filming of Red Dawn, he liked to pull pranks. So she, she didn't like that. And then um, she was saying how she also didn't like that he was, he seemed like he was better than everyone else. Like, he was just, like, bossed everybody around, which he's a lot older than her as well. And she was uh, 24 and he was 36 in this film. And so he was a lot older and more mature and more advanced than her. Um and he didn't like how she, he, he said she was very emotional in this film. So she, she was very, she cried a lot um, and uh, she was very goofy and, and played a lot and was, you know, being silly and laughing and would ruin a scene and it would really aggravate him. Oh, wow. But they kind of used that as chemistry for them to like, you know, as like the banter back and forth. Yeah. Like they were talking about the uh the famous scene of them with the with his arm raised with her arm raised over her head and then him bringing his arm down oh, yeah, like that tickling? was that was actually all real oh wow like his reaction because it wasn't supposed to because so he looked like he annoyed he looked he, annoyed he really was and she was like acting yeah. tickled and well stuff. that's what they said that um Emile's um he really likes to leave a lot of um, raw moments, so he just left the let the camera roll. roll the whole I saw time. that that they did yeah. have a lot of moments that were not scripted that they right. he, he just liked to leave the film so that rolling. was he said that it was actually way more takes than they show because you know they show like three takes right but it was way more takes than that and so they said that patrick swayze's um reaction in the film is his <laughs> reaction he was really oh, aggravated wow, and then you know he's a trained dancer so well, that's what yeah yeah so when he was trying to teach her how to dance he was actually teaching her how to dance oh, i mean wow. they had a choreographer right but she was not a trained dancer right and so he would get very frustrated with her and again just her flippant attitude and just being yeah. silly and trying to have fun he's very serious like he takes it seriously yeah. that, i mean that's he was a ballet trained ballet dancer yes, yes. and that, i'm sure he's been in school where it's they don't let it play right. around like right for sure and so he um so a lot of that was real emotion between the two mm. but yeah you're right that's what they they said that they thought that it was gonna not do so well but um yeah, I watched, actually watched an interview of Jennifer Grey on The View um, last year. It was on 2022. She actually just came out with a new book oh, okay. in, last year. And I forget what it's called. It's something about um, not in the corner anymore or something like that. I forget like, what it was. A take on... A take on Baby in the Corner. Right. Yeah. Don't put baby and in, the in the book, she talks about like that relation with Patrick Swayze and all this stuff. And after the, after they filmed the film, you know, they were all fine. It was just a clash of personalities. Like, yeah. you know what well, I mean? There's a lot of... I mean, you're filming, you're pressure, you're trying to do your job, and you have two different types of personalities. Um, something that doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it did work. It's well, like, it did work on film, like, it but worked. it doesn't work. Like, I mean... They're professionals. They get their job done. But, right. you know, like anything, you hear stories about different films that get made and the horror stories that are on set, they get the job done and they get the, for whatever reason, but yeah, I mean. Yeah. And it wasn't ever like, because I think a lot of the tabloids like kept it as like they hated each other, but oh, I'm sure they, it was just, 
they said they just didn't get along. Yeah. But there were a lot of times when they did. You know, like they were just there were just times they were just like brother and sister is what it seemed like. <laughs> so they just kind of bickered back and forth, like you know. But it, and you like if now that I think about it, looking at the film, I'm like it does show that way. Like you know, he's very frustrated, like very, um, you know. And then there's times where he's not, and you know. Well, I think it flipped. Um, in the during the film, it flipped a lot because he was when he was training her for that. He was very, like, get the job yeah, to the point. Very professional. Yeah. Very, you know, do this, do that. Hit your arms up, do that. And then, and then when they became romantically involved, he was like, he was goofy and playing, and she played off of that. She's like, hey, you're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And so, which was. You know, he kind of got to like more of a puppy dog type of... Uh, right. Well, and speaking of like uh, improv, well, so apparently the um, the lover boy scene where you know, she goes, oh, lover boy, uh-huh. you know, that was all improv. That, oh, yeah? They were actually um, rehearsing, they not rehearsing, they were um, warming up for oh, really? a scene. And so they recorded it and put it in the film because they thought it was so cute. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so cool. I was yeah. like, that was all made up. It wasn't scripted and choreographed or anything. That's <laughs> I was like, That's one of my favorite scenes. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, it's just because it's so a, fun. And there's the one where they're like crawling across the floor to each that's other? That's the one. Yeah, that's That's it. the one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, I saw that's that. That's the lover boys. Yeah, they kept yeah. it. They just kept it rolling. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was really cool. That's really neat. How do you call your lover boy? Come here, lover boy. Yeah, let's talk about Patrick Swayze for a second. Uh, He plays Johnny Castle. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he famously um, passed away tragically uh, in 2009 at the age of 57 from pancreatic cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, He he found out for like a year. He still worked for a little while there um, and then passed away. Obviously, I mean, that made big time news. That was was a big loss um, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I, I was looking it up afterwards. I was like, obviously, he's a trained dancer. And we kind of just yeah. talked about that. I'm like, so I had to look it up. I'm like, how much of a trained dancer was he? And so his mother owned a dance studio. I'm sure you saw that. He went to ballet school, like two different ballet schools in, in New York. Uh, I thought it was very interesting. And, you know, uh, Dirty Dancing, he had some small roles for a while there. But Dirty Dancing was his real breakout role. Uh, he was in Red Dawn. I mean, that's a pretty big film yeah, as well. Yeah, but, but they, they account for Dirty Dancing to be his Yeah, he his didn't start acting role. until 1979. That was when he first started acting, and uh-huh. that was only because he had a um, knee injury from playing football. Oh, really? Yeah, so he really Dang, was... He really did it all. Do what? I say he must have did it all. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sports, dancing. Um, he took a toll on your body, too. Right, and so I guess, I mean, once he stopped... Once he stopped Dancing. I mean, obviously he came back to dancing because he was fine in that movie. I yeah. mean, that was several years later when they filmed that. But um, I was like, oh, wow, thanks for that football injury. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's just crazy. Well, he did, like, um, has several years right there. He had Dirty Dancing. He did Roadhouse in 1989. He had Ghost in 1990. And he Point Break in 1991. I mean, he did, like, some bangers right there yeah. back to back. Um, I think he really, he didn't really capitalize on that. After that, you know, he kind of just, he didn't really do some, he didn't do great films. He, 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 he did films, but they just, uh, I know. I wonder like, I don't know what he did, but I was like, I wonder if he just went like, did he go back to dancing? Did he go teach dancing? I mean, he's kind of out of his dancing peak yeah. years, you know? Yeah. I know, dancing, he was, he was still did films years. and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Um, they have Jennifer Grey. She played uh, Baby Hausman. Uh, well, uh, Francis, what was Francis. that? Francis, mm-hmm. yeah. After the first lady. 
I mean, the first cabinet, I'm sorry. First lady, first lady in the cabinet, cabinet yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh, and then her first breakout role was in the year before that. They they attribute it to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. She was Ferris's sister. sister. Yeah. And uh, she was I was like, I was like yeah. yeah. So. Well, what was so devastating about this was that, so she, um, after Dirty Dancing, she had to have um, nose surgery. I mean, not nose surgery, plastic surgery. Nose plastic surgery. There we go. Yeah. Um, and she, I, I watched the, I watched that interview. She didn't really go into detail because oh, okay. she wants people to read her book. <laughs> oh, okay. But, um, it was not by choice. She did not want to have, I'm assuming it was probably like a deviated septum or something. Oh. Um, but after she had plastic surgery, um, she actually had to have twice cause she had to have, she had the plastic surgery and then she had to have it redone cause it, I guess it wasn't and correct or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so after that, it was really hard for her to get jobs because she was so unrecognizable. Oh. Yeah. Because, wow. I mean, that's, her nose is very famous. Yeah. And um, it really changed her life. Like, because you don't really see much after Dirty Dancing. Like, she really wasn't in anything after yeah, that. Yeah, she just kind of did. She did roles and stuff, but it wasn't nothing Yeah, she major. could never get... She did she nothing Because people didn't even recognize her. And if you look at her now, she does not look like this girl. Yeah. She sounds just like her. I think the most iconic thing for her... Is her hair the curly hair? Yes. Like she still has curly hair. <laughs> well, like in the film, like when she didn't have her curly hair, when they straightened it. Yeah, it looks so stuff, weird. She looks so like weird. I'm back. like, I don't yeah. like this. I'm I like, know. I like her she curly hair. Old. Yeah, I liked her curly hair. <laughs> I know it was big. It was big curly hair. But yeah, you're right. She had the same thing when uh, Ferris Bueller it was big curly hair too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the only other one I really want to talk about was uh, Jerry Oldback. Um, the the Jack her dad. Her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was another great character in the yeah. movie. Um, he passed away in 2004 at the age of 69 from a decade-long battle from of prostate cancer. Uh, and he, he, um, I recognized him. I'm like, where did I know him from? Like, where have I seen him around? But he did. He played in Law and Order from 1991 to 2004. He was in 274 episodes of Law and Order. Law and Order. Who yeah, the original, Order? the original Law and Order. Oh, that's right. I always watched watch, SVU. Yeah, we yeah. always watched SVU, but yeah. Where's Scott <laughs> I always have to say it every time. Scott <laughs> Yeah. So we love you, Mariska. <laughs> uh, he also did the voice of Lem, uh, Lemure, Lem, Lemure from Beauty and the Beast. Lumiere. Lumiere? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the uh, candlestick. Yeah. It was the candlestick yeah, guy yeah. from Beauty and the Beast. That, that was fun. But yeah, I really liked the, I really liked him um, in the movie. And um, like I said, there was a, he had a couple other uh, characters that came in and out, but those were, those were really the main three. I mean, maybe, uh, what was the other girl's name? Penny? Penny, yeah. Yeah. And her sister. Yeah, her sister a little bit. Yeah. And then you had the other uh, jerks that come in there. Robbie. We'll, we'll talk about Robbie. Neil, and, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about them. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about them for sure. So I've already, I already mentioned this, that I had never seen this movie before. I had never seen anything about this movie. I was surprised how much, so I, I, how much I didn't see of it. I'm like, I only ever have seen the lift at the end of the movie. Um, obviously, I've heard the song, Time of Your Life, like, a ton. Yeah. All the songs in this movie were a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is where, that was where most of their budget went. Did you know that? No. Most of their budget went to getting access to these songs. Really? Yeah. Because the director was like, these are the songs. We have to add these in the movie. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, dang. And they were also, I heard they were on budget and on time when they finished. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. I know. 
if anything else, they might not, the critics in the studio or whoever might not have liked it necessarily, but they were on time and on budget. Yeah, it was a cheap film. <laughs> um, and so you had seen this. A bunch, huh? Yes, a bunch. So bunch. many times. Yes. Still love it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in researching it, too, I didn't realize that... I mean, I knew it was a big film. I knew a lot of people love it. But it, it said, you know, 35 years or 35 plus years later, it's uh-huh. still the biggest romance movie of all time. Really? Yes. Wow. It's considered the biggest romance movie. And I'm sure people could like argue one that. One of the biggest but, or arguably the yeah. biggest, right? But that's what, I mean... That's what the Google said. So, so it's got to be right. <laughs> so don't blame me. That's what it said. <laughs> Look, all of our, I, I always feel like we need to put this disclaimer in here because all of our facts are based on like <laughs> internet research. <laughs> so you never know what you're going to get. Hey, I watched interviews for this one from their mouths. Okay. So I watched Patrick Swayze interviews and Jennifer Grey interviews. Well, he's not around anymore, so he can just make up where he wants. He can't argue it. <laughs> no. Half the, like, that's what's sad. It's like several people in this movie are, aren't with us anymore. Yeah. Well, and so, it happens when you watch an old movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The older you get, the more it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get into it? You want to get into it? <laughs> I guess. Oh, we're kind of already into it. Yeah, so we kind of already are. <laughs> let's go. Look, and uh, I haven't seen this movie. You know, this movie, obviously, this isn't my type of movie. No. So. Definitely not. So just keep that in mind at anything you I say. You keep that in mind. You keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was okay. I mean, it was... It was well, I, all I have to say is I almost didn't put this on the list, even though this is iconic. You don't want to hurt your, fe- you don't want to hurt your N- feelings? Not just my feelings, but everyone. I don't. I mean, like I, I tra- just said, look, already look. said, this is the biggest romance movie of all time. Look, the best I just, romance movie. Oh, I know. Time. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try to tread lightly on certain parts. I'm not saying, like, I, did, I did like it. Okay. But I'm just saying that what, the things I talk about, the things I say, just remember that this isn't a movie for me. Okay. This isn't my style movie. This isn't the kind of movies that I like. Okay, but either was Red October or Gladiator. Well, we hadn't watched if we didn't watch Red October. Yeah. Yes. That was our last we movie. Did. That was our last movie, Red October. Oh, I understand. Oh, I know that. I know these aren't our type but of I movies. But I can still appreciate. No, exactly. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say is All I right. can still appreciate the things, the certain parts of it, some parts of it. You just don't like certain aspects aren't your cup of tea. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. But. Continue. It's not a bad movie. Okay. It's not a bad movie. It's good. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt your feelings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. But anyways, we can go sit through some of the uh, uh, scenes and stuff that we like. I like to hear your, your, this is your chance to really brag about the movie and okay. love on it. Well, and, I didn't know. I didn't know if you want to go through the scenes. I know you said you got, you kind of. All the scenes kind of blended together. Yeah, I like to I like to break the scenes up by songs because that's how I think it was intended. So that's kind of how I imagine. Can I them. talk about the songs for a second? You want to? Sure. I want to talk about the songs. I didn't really like any of the songs in the Are movie. Are you kidding me? What I didn't like any you? of the songs. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't like some of them. Are like well, you obviously didn't grow up with listening to the 50s, well, 60s I, songs because I did. No, I don't. I did. I, I like some of those songs. I don't like the song choices on those. And then the 80s songs, the ones that were for the for the 80s, like Time of Your Life, I just, I really can't stand that song. I'm just over that song. <laughs> and then there's that other one that's, there's some of them that are just, they're more modern, that were made for this, song, this movie, I guess. And they just feel like, I'm just like, I just don't, I'm just not into those. Uh, the only thing out of the 80s song-wise I like is, is 
is the rock music. I know. So, I, but that's because I feel like that's how you grew up with that. I no? don't know. I don't know. A lot of the, the pop songs from the 80s are just, I can't. I These just, were not pop songs. This was the 60s and the 50s music. Well, these are some of those. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Right, let's go. Okay, hold on. Like I Twist and Shout? You don't like no, that no, one? No, <laughs> It wasn't in that movie. Yes, it was. I don't remember that It one. was in the dance scene in the very beginning. No, those are... That'd be fine. Hold on. I'm, okay, I'm going to look up. and We're going to do this. We're going to do it. I, I was debating to do this or not. And I'm going to play this off of Spotify <laughs> okay. through the microphone. We can see if this it might not work out for the podcast. I'm going to have to cut this whole thing. But obviously we have this one. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Never felt this way. <laughs> I understand why people like it. I do understand why people like that song. It's Again, just it such was an made 80s... for the movie. Uh, and yeah, okay. I, I didn't know that. It won an award. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. What's this so one? Sometimes Hold on. Let's your see this opinion one. has to be out. I just yes. don't like this one. Typical 60s vibe right here. Be my baby. Just not my style. No, that was just in the intro, okay? Now this was Patrick Swayze. Yes. She likes the wind, by Patrick with Patrick Swayze and Wendy uh, Fraser. This was made for this movie, wasn't it? This is yes. not a. No, yeah. I don't know. I didn't realize he was a singer. No, this is definitely an '80s song. Yeah. It's um, good. <laughs> so good. I just don't like it. I don't oh, like it. Saxophone. Mm. Hungry eyes. Oh, Caleb. <laughs> See these songs. Now, this is totally eighties, and I just don't like these, these types of songs. These songs are this movie. That's what I'm telling you. Hungry eyes. <laughs> just not my cup of tea. I'm just telling you. Caleb, I'm ashamed. See these. These were fun. The eighties. This, this is stay. Oh, I thought this was no, this is sorry. Not. This is a 60s. These are, these are fine. I appreciate these songs. This is totally 80s. This was the montage song, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember this song in there. Yes. That's good. That's good. I don't know if this is... I don't know if this is good podcasting or not, but it's fun to talk about this song. You don't own me. I don't know what this is. I don't know yes. Hey, Caleb. Hey, baby. Caleb. Bruce Can uh, Channel. Channel? Hey. And I can just uh, picture them on that log with their feet. Is that the log song? Yes! Oh, okay. This is the log song. This is when they're in the water. This is an 80s song. I don't remember this song. Some of them aren't, aren't, aren't hits for the movies. This is, not, this is, this the, is, this is the theme. Love is Strange. This is the Lover Boy. Oh, oh Lover yeah. Boy! <laughs> what if he still didn't answer? I don't, I don't know. These songs are not my type. A cup of tea. Okay, I don't know what this point. is wrong. <laughs> this is going to keep going on. Right? 
Oh, here you go. Here's a nice 60s song. Yes. Or 50s. I don't know what this is from. 50s? 50s, probably. All right. I don't know if that turned out good on the podcast, <laughs> but I might have to cut the whole thing. So if you got cut in there, <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. But I just, I don't like this. I don't like the songs. I'm sorry. You can hate me. Well, it's your personal opinion. It's my personal opinion. Okay. It could, yeah. It's just not my tea. Cup of tea. So, sorry if I hurt your feelings. Don't look, hurt my feelings. Don't look at me like that. You don't hurt my feelings. I, okay. You're insane. Just because it's not <laughs> rock music. <laughs> Some people can learn to appreciate all kinds of music. I do appreciate. It doesn't have to be Rush. I just don't like it. I don't actually, I don't like Rush music. I don't think you did. I didn't think you did. I'm not mad at you for it, though. <laughs> I can listen to it. A little ACDC. Yeah, I like it. I Motley mean, we Crew. listened to it all the way to Florida, so... <laughs> then you put your headphones in. I know. It was a little much. <laughs> well, you didn't say anything. I know. I was driving. That's right. <laughs> it was either that or Taylor Swift. No. Anyway. <laughs> not my choice. Was okay. I'm sorry. All right. So we'll get the... Anyway, so the we going songs... To? Go ahead. The songs are very iconic to certain scenes. Like I was telling you, with the um, the the dancing on the log and in the water, that's very iconic to the songs. Whether you like them or not, I feel like they did a good job of making the song and the scene together and making it to where, like, if I hear this song, this is what I'm thinking of mm. at this very moment. You know, like, yeah. very visual... They didn't use the same song multiple times for different different right. different and scenes. They kind of just that. Was I don't know it. how they picked the songs. Don't know, but I felt like they did a good job. And I I think in general, you know, a good movie. What makes a good movie is when you compare songs to a scene, and it makes sense. And then you remember it later. You know, years, 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 years down the line, you can still remember that. You see it vividly in your mind yeah. of what it looked like, how you felt <clears throat> when you saw this movie, when you heard the song, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so like that's when I so I know because you said you got confused with a lot of the scenes because they are kind of repetitive. There's a little bit difference. I mean they're all dancing. So, um, but I just I had listed out a couple of my favorite scenes and yeah. we can talk about them as we. Sorry, we can talk about them as we go. Um, I can't. They're not really in order because they're not in order no. of my favorites or the right. order of it's the just film. Just as you remember them, as you just go. as I remember yeah, I them. That's but um, I, it's also my favorite um, when they when. Baby meets Johnny for the first time, and the first thing she says to him is, I carried a watermelon. <laughs> I know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, that was just the best thing. And then later she's like, I carried a watermelon? I know, that's so <laughs> like, great. I carried a watermelon. I so do like bad. that. It's very good. The whole the, when they come into when she sees the dirty dancing for yeah, the first time. Yeah, she's like, time. "What is this?" Yeah. Like, I could just totally picture a 1960s teenager walking into this and being like, "What is going on?" Yeah, like this. And like, I've what never are they seen doing? this before in my yeah. life. You know, and that's just so crazy to me because like we never grew up with that. You know, there's not a lot of things that you can shock us with yeah. currently in our time of life. So I not just, sheltered from. You yeah, don't get not, sheltered it very much. Very, no, not sheltered hard from to much anymore, from. especially with the internet. But um, you know, they're just saying how that was um, Johnny's cousin was like, yeah, this is what they do in their basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dirty dancing. That's right. Just moving your hips and hips and grinding on each other. But I you guess. said you like that. You like that. I like that, that whole scene. The, the the coming in there and her seeing it for the first time and 
meeting Johnny and the watermelon thing was great. Yeah. And, and then him teaching her those couple of moves. I love the I love when he teaches her the moves and then like the song her, ends and she's still like standing there dancing, yeah. like, oh, oh, it's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was like both of us were we talked about during the movie. It's like yeah. she's like, Oh, I felt things I've never felt before. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, can we keep going? <laughs> like, yes. She's like, I don't know how to respond now. I don't know what to do. I know. Um, and then we already talked about the lover boy scene with that song, um, how that was uh, most, it was all improv. Yeah. Um, I just, I just love the playfulness of that scene. Um, and it was just very cute and clean. I liked, uh, it's kind of going in order, more in order, but one of my favorite scenes it's not even a scene it's just a moment in the film and it is so iconic i know every every girl who's seen this movie as a teenager like in the 80s we all did this very moment Mm. it was her dancing on the bridge and she's practicing oh yeah every girl has done it every girl has done that motion whether leg out the back across yes kicks back from this movie though not just on their own but they saw this in the movie and they were like oh this is so cute and they're just like it was cute it was very very memorable i love the whole the scene like the this the uh the background on the bridge on the hill and everything uh and she's doing and i did like the whole dance montage a lot of the dance montage that they yeah, did, yeah. and that's part of the montage, really, right, right, it was is, the dance. Yeah. And she go, she's going back and forth. I on love the bridge that song. music too. That <laughs> you know, as uh-huh. yeah. she's practicing, and then when she messes up, she's like, so, oh, <laughs> yeah, and she's looking around. Yeah. Uh, no, I did. I did like the whole dance dance montage. Uh, her learning the dance. Her learning the dance, things, yeah. and and going from a beginner, you know, not knowing anything. And like I said, they did a great job of keeping it, ro- keeping the film rolling apparently to get some of these other moments to help with that montage scene. Cause they yeah. kept going back like that to some of the very things. genuine moments of hers. Yeah. Like just being very frustrated cause she got it wrong or messed up. Like, yeah. I don't know if that was or not, but it, it did seem that way since a lot of the, the moments and scenes were kind of intended that way. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was really that was really cute, and I just love that little part. Um, but then uh, and then dancing on the log and the lifts in the water—that's so you like those. iconic. <laughs> they are very iconic, you know. And uh, I was curious your um, perspective. They did From say those. Patrick Swayze did all of those stunts on his own. He did the log. Well, He's, you know what I heard about the log? Yeah, he fell off multiple times and er- injured himself. <laughs> yeah, he injured himself doing the log scene because he insisted on yeah. doing it himself and then he injured his knee and he had to have his knee drained yeah fluid drained out of it. that's pretty crazy that is pretty gross. dedication yeah gross. for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> now I, I i thought you know they're they're 80s they're cheap they're, some of the stuff gets cheesy it's a little cheesy for a first time watcher of it but i can understand well it's very iconic yeah of um of a scene but um i knew watching it that you would really like those moments <laughs> You can I, just love, see I just it. love the part where he's there in the field practicing the lift and she falls on him and he goes, I think we need water. Yeah, it's better to lift in the water. <laughs> yeah. Which in that, they said that they filmed that in North Carolina. You know, we talked about that. Uh-huh. Um, it was actually in October. And so the water was freezing and they said they didn't do any close-ups because their lips were actually blue. Oh, and dang. they said Jennifer Grey actually got hypothermia from doing this. Yeah. Because it was so cold. Um, but I just thought that was <laughs> the, this, the whole thing, the whole montage of that all is just really, is really good and yeah. iconic. That's cool. I like the scene where um, Johnny goes and beats up uh, Robbie. Yeah. Um, for 
you know, he says, he says to her, he picked the wrong sister, Ugh. you know, I'm like, that boy needed a butt whooping. Yeah, I did. thought Johnny was going to get fired from that. I but, know. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, good on Johnny. You I know. But well, I like that he didn't like, which I think it's funny because like he beat, he, you know, air quote, beat the crap out of him. But right. then neither one of them were bleeding, you know, right. like, I guess it didn't even, again, low budget. So <laughs> I guess it didn't need any of that. But the fact that like he could have punched him while he was down and then he just said you weren't worth it yeah and i like that that he yeah. was able he, to control his temper bring it back in he, he he was trying to get as far as he could without really doing too much where he would get fired or arrested or something right exactly i know <laughs> <laughs> but i know we can uh I, my, I mean my favorite scene was like i mean i did like when they met i kept going back to it back and forth like you talked about their favorite scene with the, when they met and stuff and the watermelon and then the final the final scene was fun I really like the whole final dance routine. Mm -hmm. And then I got the whole audience uh, there involved yeah, in dancing his, yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of brought everybody together to the modern times. Yeah. Uh, I think one scene that really stuck out to me this time that I never really noticed or cared uh -huh. um, was just the relationship between her and her dad. I did want to very, talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it was... I didn't... I never looked at that then, which... I guess maybe now because I mean, and I've watched this since becoming a parent, like I've watched it many times, but, um, I think that scene with her and her dad, as she's talking to him, um, you know, talking to him where he was wrong, you know, like she kind mm -hmm. of opened his eyes with all that. And I got a little teary eyed. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I think they did a great job of with him, this, his character, um, like I did I'll talk about because he's one of the only other characters, uh, actors that I want to talk about because he did stand out a lot to me. I really yes, liked him. He, did, he is yeah. my, um, I don't say he's my favorite, act, uh, best actor in here, but he was very memorable. The way they wrote the character, he was a very, he loved his daughters. You know, obviously he worked hard and worked a lot, but he cared for him. He really wanted it. And then he was able to recognize his mistake without without, you know, being bashed in your face about it, you right, know? Right. And so, you know, he did care and he, and it hurt him what, you know, he, that she lied, that yeah. she lied and they, and they had that something that, you know, broke their trust and everything like that. And it hurt him. Like when she went and talked to him on the, on the um, dock and he's standing there and he's like hurt, yeah. like he doesn't know what to do. Like he's never had to deal with it before. He's hurt. Um, he cares and loves. It's not like he just disowned her. Right. He still cared and loved and wanted her was, relationship. Like so it was wasn't to figure out what he was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought the whole, the way they they went around with his character and his development about the whole thing, um, it was a lot better than I see in a lot of other movies. Right. You know. Yeah. So I thought, and I also thought that was really big of her to come to him the way she did. You know, mm -hmm. like. She was apologetic and she wasn't, she wasn't going to him like, like, I hate you. And, you know, kind of like the films nowadays are with parents, yeah, yeah. you know, and she was just very like, you know, you know, you told me you wanted me to change the world. Well, this is me changing the world, yeah. you know, and you, you need to be more me. open. Yeah. Well, she need, he needed to be more open to other people, you know, yeah. like, you know, she is trying to help people. She did help Johnny, yeah. you know, and that was very, I mean, there was a little the misunderstanding. Obviously there was the whole thing was about, there was a misunderstanding right, on, on Johnny in Johnny's relationship with Penny, right? You know, he's he feels always responsible for her, but they're not a they're not in a relationship. No, you know, they've just been like childhood he friends. He didn't get her pregnant. Yeah, he didn't get her pregnant. Yeah. They've just been childhood. Well, he found friends. that out at the end. <laughs> that was a great part too. I was like, dang, Robbie, you opened up your big mouth. I know. 
Okay. Let's and he was like, do what? And he took that back yeah. and ripped it out. I was like, yes. I know. <laughs> Which they could have done something a lot more for that character. To, and then that, and I would appreciate it a lot better. <laughs> Just yeah. done something, done something to him a lot more. But yeah, I like I liked uh, the dad a lot in the film. Um, they did, uh, we can talk about the, then kind of leads into the abortion Mm-hmm. And they really tiptoed around the abortion subplot of this whole movie. Yeah. Um, well, they said whenever they did the the um, the release of the film, like for the film critics and everything, a lot of them didn't get it. Like they didn't, no. and I didn't. Like I was telling you in the mo- when we watched it, I said when I watched this, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I didn't understand what they you were talking a, about. Well, they don't, and they don't even talk about it. And you don't realize. And you really don't even realize what happens if you're unless you really pay attention because they just say a doctor's coming like they don't have a doctor like and they can't afford is yeah it's like they couldn't afford a real doctor right so they have this like well abortion was illegal well I know that yeah. but I'm just saying like a in the doctor in general like oh, yeah, a general yeah. pra- practice like a, or a or a um, OBGYN was coming through town and that's what they were trying to get her but yeah in 1962 or three 63 yeah like. This is like it was 10 still years. illegal. In was 90, 10, it was still illegal in '87 in New York. It no, was still was, illegal. Well, it was. Um, this was like ten years before Roe versus Wade, right? And stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely illegal. And so, um, and yeah, you you looked over at me and was like, after you know, the the dot after he left the doctor, he said, "Do you realize what happened?" I was like, "Yeah, like I she got an abortion." I'm like, "Oh dang!" I'm like, I was surprised that they put that subplot or that into the movie yeah. that was the whole reason for her getting having to dance and everything the whole um i did like i like that they did that though because i thought that was very the way they did it was very appropriate it wasn't like it wasn't in your face like this yeah. is not what the film's about but it right. did show a glimpse of what women go through you know and and i'm definitely not we're not ever we're not going to get into that but i'm not pro-abortion let's just say that but um I just I thought that it was it was very interesting that they left that they put that in there and made it yeah. that part of the story because it could have done anything. You could have done anything. Could have done anything. Leg, you know, right. could have been anything. Could have been anything to make her and yeah. then to make her have it to um, the reason for her having to learn to dance and everything. So yeah, I would um, wonder. I would always. I would be interested to to learn what made them choose to do that yeah was it a personal experience did you did she did the writer see something did, did the screenwriter have right, something you know yeah did she know somebody that did that is, she, did, is that why did she it put it in there hurt yeah. somebody's dance career or something you know yeah it so yeah I, they 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 tiptoed down around a lot even after everything when they're that the whole reason they broke the trust and all they, they didn't say she was pregnant she was knocked up or or something. He said knocked up. He yeah. said knocked up. And then, Which again, when I was 13, I didn't know what knocked you know, up no, no, Yeah. <laughs> so the whole pregnancy thing was like, was. I think, I think after I watched it a few times, I think I just thought she lost the baby. Oh uh, yeah. I think, cause again, I didn't, I didn't know what abortion was. I, and they never said it. And they never even talked about it at all. Plus, I mean, back then it was very hush hush. Like you didn't talk about it. You didn't say anything. But it goes also to talk about how great of a guy that the dad is because yeah, he, he treated her, yeah. he treated her, um, Penny, he still checked on her. He did, you know, all cared for her and was good bedside manners and everything was very nice to him. And Penny talked about that, how she much he appreciated her, her, um, 
her father. Yeah. And well, even Johnny, but, like Johnny had a really good line um, when he was talking to Baby about her dad and how he said, your dad's amazing. He's like, I, the way yeah. he saved her, he's like, I could never do that. And that's yeah. what he was like saying, because I'm nothing. Right. You know, because he came from nothing. Right. You know, that, that was, I thought that was a cool dynamic too between those two was like, she came from this rich life and he came from nothing. You know, he was, you know, paycheck to paycheck, just did what anybody yeah. else said because he was so reliant on money. He was you so know? worried about his next gig that he had to take yeah. all the crap he was getting yeah. from everybody. That's, that's primarily the reason why he never said anything about, you know, him not being the father of Penny's baby. Well, I, he yeah, assumed, and then I guess he probably didn't realize, because he just said, who's responsible for her? Not yeah. who's who's the baby's daddy or anything. Yeah. Like, he's responsible. He's like, I'm responsible. This is my partner. This mm-hmm. is my colleague. Uh, so, yeah, he didn't think about it. You know, he, and so the dad assumed it was his baby and stuff. So when they were in a relationship and stuff. So, and then, you know, obviously, you know, baby um, thought that too in the very beginning. It, you know, you assume because of the chemistry they have dancing right, together, right, they're going to yeah. be a, a couple, but they weren't. Okay. So who's your favorite actor? Um, I, I mean, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey has to be, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> I did really like her dad. That was one of the um, actors that stood out to me this time mm-hmm. that didn't. Didn't before. Yeah. Yeah. I know the, um, <laughs> you haven't even talked about how much you love Patrick Swayze and his dance moves. <laughs> and I know, right? You're really unsurprised we haven't got into any of that. <laughs> well, it hadn't come up yet. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> I did. I don't know how many times I said watching the movie, that was hot. <laughs> And then I said, I said, I think I said too, I said, you got to admit, Patrick Swayze is a sexy beast. <laughs> I do like how when you said we were watching the movie and you were saying, um, and it was a part, it was the part where he bust the window out of his car yeah. so he could lock it in. You're like, I used to think this was so hot. And now you're like, I guess you thought it was more cheesy now or something. It was, but yeah. We're like, I, I thought it was just so macho. Yeah, and you're like, I'm uh. like, because you wonder like, what is the purpose of that? Like, why did he do that? Like, like, why why did they put that in the film? You know what I mean. What I was guess the point it was of that it film? was he was just a bad boy. You know, like like she said, she's like you're wild. Yeah, you know, just knock the window out. <laughs> the, the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. Uh, uh, I really like Jennifer Grey. She was my favorite. Um, I really appreciated the dad and everything. Patrick Swayze's dancing was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, like his, you could tell he was. Classically trained, tra- dancer. a trained yeah. dancer for sure. I know his spin at the end of that movie, at the end of the movie in the dance scene, his spin. I don't know how many oh, times yeah. he spun, but holy cow! I'm like, for, first of all, this man is not small. He's not a tiny man. Really? He's very muscular. You know, he's oh, yeah. 36 when he filmed this movie. Yeah, and the way he moved is crazy. I'm 37. <laughs> so, did, so what? What? I'm gonna ask you that because. Because I didn't know how old they were supposed to be. And I was, she was supposed to be like 17. 17, yes. Yeah. Yes. And she was really like 27 or 26. 26, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. And so she's 17 and he's supposed to play like. I think he was like early 20s. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. And obviously he's not and he can, he's drinking and, and things. So I did have a problem with their the age difference <laughs> and the age thing. And you always do. We're romantic. You did the same thing when Clueless. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Well, there was like another 17-year-old that's having a serious relationship. <laughs> I'm like, yep. she's just running off doing her own thing. Yeah. 17. So, yeah. I didn't, that was the only thing I had. 
problem with that a little bit, but that was, I mean, I guess they could have made it something different. But anyways, uh, least favorite character? Uh, definitely have to be Neil. Neil. Neil was a, I was so disappointed. They did nothing to him at the end of this movie. Oh my God. I was he like, was a uh, turd. He like, was so... He was the worst. I'm known as the catch of the county. I'm sure you are. He was the worst. The best line, though, is like when... I forget the whole line, but she... Um, he had taken her away from like the party. And she's like, oh, my parents probably... Would want, are looking yeah. for me and he's like if you're with me your parents oh aren't going to be worried and then he's like I stole a girl from the lifeguard and she and and the lifeguard came up to me and was like what do you what do you have that I don't and or what did oh she's talking to the girl that's right oh, yeah. and the girl said two hotels <laughs> like oh my gosh barf what the heck dude this guy was so braggy and he was like he was so condescending about everything and just uh, and the way he talked to Johnny and oh, act no. like he owned the baby, help. he had, like, yeah. he owned baby already. I just thought it was hilarious that they were having this relationship and he had no idea the whole time. Know. <laughs> you know, it was just like he had no clue. I, <laughs> I was just waiting for something to happen. I'm like, and I think I told you like halfway through the movie. I'm like, something better happen to this guy at the end of this movie. Isn't he embarrassing? Drop him into the lake or something. I know that would have been, that would have been pretty good. I would have liked that. Yeah. That's the only, that was the biggest thing that thing was missing. They had a little, they did a little bit to Robbie, you know, but he still, he wasn't the worst. He wasn't, he wasn't the, the worst, worst character. But I mean, he was very like, he did, you know, he was, he was actually, just he, disgusting. Was a, he was just disgusting. He was yeah. a player. He was, didn't matter. He's just trying to get in everybody's pants. And yeah. baby sister was very annoying. And I told you this too during yeah. the movie. I couldn't figure out like, she seems like the older sister, but she acts like the younger sister. Yeah. So I'm sure she was the older sister. Well, but she was just, that jealous sister that, yeah. of the relationship that Baby had with her dad. That like yeah. you know, so, um, so yeah, she was. She was seemed like they had a little sibling rivalry that stemmed from the attention they wanted from their father. Right. Yeah. Um, but I did like it. You know, towards the end when they kind of. She saw how hurt she was and was like, I'll do your hair. <laughs> you know, and that's just like, that's just like, you know, cue for girl, for sisters yeah. to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> they can sit with that. They're still sisters. Yeah. It wasn't that bad as far as they never had that. <laughs> Her singing. Rivalry. I told you. I said, oh, this is great. Oh, my God. They're singing. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that was so iconic part two. <laughs> singing with the shells on her boobs oh my god <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what song this is but it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> mostly i had to talk about we are talked about locations and uh obviously well, we talked about some quotes and some facts if you have any left but i mean i didn't realize i didn't know because i've heard it so many years that uh nobody puts baby in the corner you I didn't, know that, was from I didn't know that was from this movie. Yeah. I didn't realize well, that. Well, actually, and Patrick Swayze, I didn't, find, I didn't know this either until I was researching, hated that line. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, he said he hated that line. I even watched, I watched an interview with him. Oh, really? And he said um, he did everything he could to get that line taken <laughs> out of the movie. Like, he said he didn't understand. He was like, she's not even in the corner. I was like, he just he couldn't understand. He said until he realized, he said he, he did some, some uh, deep diving into the character, <laughs> that it was like... 
supposed to be metaphorically like nobody puts her in the corner right, you know yeah. and then he said because he felt like you know that scene was and then of course it kind of brings out that patrick swayze feel of like well i thought this part was about you know johnny castle coming in and doing his last dance and like getting his girl but it was more about you know his appreciation for baby and all that she did for him you know yeah. and i think that was i was like oh yeah that makes sense like, let's don't <laughs> hide we're not hiding her we're That's bringing right. her out to the front that's we're, right. We're yeah. showcasing baby. We're not hiding her in the corner. Yeah. But. No. That's that's one of the most famous lines from yeah. any movie. Like it's like and like you said, you've heard of it but didn't know I've it was heard from of this it. Movie. Yeah, I've heard lots yeah. of jokes and references to it and people like, you know, I just didn't know what it was from. I mean I didn't realize that that was what it was from, but nobody puts baby in the corner. Uh, just the I carried the watermelon. I carried a watermelon. I carried a watermelon. Yeah, I know that's, that's so one of mine funny. too. I love that. But you have any other quotes? <laughs> yeah, I have one more. Um, it's one where um, Baby is in the room with him um, right before the steamy love scene, <laughs> but um, it's just saying because um, whenever he was saying you're not scared of nothing, and she's like I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of what I saw. I'm scared of what I did. Of who mm. I am. And most of all, I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the rest of my whole life the way I feel when I'm with you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that took a lot of guts. I'm scared of everything. Most of all, I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the rest of my whole life the way I feel when I'm with you. Yeah, they're, they're convers- that. that whole conversation with them going back and forth, and he's talking about they really opened up to each other on like yeah. his, where he was coming from and his feelings and where she come from, and like them trying to help each other understand each other, like where each other are coming from, and uh, even with with when she did with uh, Penny, yeah, um, she had those moments where she was like, I just envy you and all that. And she's like. She's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What we go through is like, what you put out, what I, what you see out here is not really what's going on. That's and right. I think that's true for anybody. It's just what you see on the surface yep. is not truth. And that's you right. can look confident. That's what you're saying. You can look confident. I'm scared to death on the inside. I'm scared of what's going on. What's what I'm, what I'm experiencing. And so, yeah, there's a lot. There's a there's a big deep dive into that. You could really get into. No, <laughs> for <that>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do uh, you have any other interesting facts? Um, I, I was kind of in, kind of ending it all too. I know you talked about that dancing, how you really like the the dance part. Um, I've I've read that the big lift at the end uh-huh. that was the very first and only time she ever did the lift. Really? <laughs> yes. She said she was scared to death oh, sure. to do the lift. And she said again, I watched the interview on um, the View, and she was saying that she couldn't believe. Like, you know, people recreate this dance yeah, all the time. All the time. And she's like, I can't, I just can't even believe that these people just do this just lift it. with other people besides Patrick Swayze. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, the only way I would ever do this lift is with Patrick Swayze. Right. <laughs> because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, he lifts her up like a toothpick. Like, yeah. it was like nothing, you know? know. And then uh, it's so funny because you can go on the internet and find all these fails. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so great. You're like, people are so stupid. Yeah, I know. Just because like, Patrick Swayze. So easy. Yeah, it's so easy. It's a movie. It's Patrick Swayze, trained dancers, trained lifts. I mean, but I thought that was people. really crazy. I was like, I could not believe that that was the first and only time she ever did that lift. Yeah. I mean, successfully. Successfully. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she tried it many oh, times. Oh, right, right, right. But that did was the first the and only. Yeah, and in the water. She did do it in the water. It failed. Yeah. That's what the whole point was. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was a preview. Yeah. I, thought, I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least, they got it. at least the cameras were rolling. <laughs> She probably would have been like, I'm not doing it again. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing it again. That's funny. 
that's a lot of the stuff I have. The only thing that I, and we probably should have talked about it from in the beginning part, but what one interesting fact about this movie was it was the first film to sell a million, a million copies on video. It was the first film to ever do that. VHS. Yeah, VHS yeah. back in the day. Well, they also were trying to get they were trying to get um, Patrick Swayze to do a sequel for Johnny. They're going to have a sequel with Johnny, and they said they offered him six million dollars to do a sequel, and he refused to do he, a sequel. Why not? He, didn't like he just he doesn't like sequels. Oh, okay. He's never done a sequel, and he doesn't like sequels. Well, there is a it's not a sequel, but it's like a spinoff. From I saw this. a prequel. Was it a prequel or a no? It's not. It's a was it it's uh, spinoff? Not a prequel. What was it called? Havana uh, Nights. Havana Nights. Yeah, yeah, it's also really good. That's really. I think that's the one with Julian Huff in it. I oh. think. I completely, I could be completely. Wrong. I don't know. I have I no idea. I think that's with her in it, but um, it's a really good movie. I'm, I think I watched it on an airplane one time. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like really random. Uh, it came out a long time ago, probably late nineties, maybe early two thousands. I thought it was a two thousand. I think I saw it. Was it come out two thousands? Did Patrick Swayze do that one? No, I don't even think he. No, 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 no. He may have made a cameo, but I don't think so. Okay, so dirty. Yeah, two thousand four. Savannah Nights. Savannah, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights came out in 2004. He was a dance class instructor. Yes, that's right. Yep. Okay. There you go. So now we're going to the his and her rating. (sighs) (laughs) Not my favorite part. Not your favorite part. No. I never give you, I never feel that that way when when I'm doing my movies. I know, because I'm nicer than you are. Oh my gosh. All right. (laughs) Do you want me to um, tease just, it tease it for a while? Out, no, just put it out there. All right, I'll give it a three. Three stars. <sighs> You're so wrong. Okay, whatever. It's a three stars. So you think that You've Got Mail is better than this movie? I would rather watch You've Got Mail again than Dirty Dancing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can get it. <laughs> this Look, is the problem, saying. okay? This is the problem we're going to have with these movies. I and mean, we've already talked about this before with the ratings. Because... I can appreciate all movies. I didn't say they appreciated. But you don't like girly movies, so I said didn't appreciate. I guess it. I'm not gonna have to be able to pick girly movies anymore, <laughs> or romance <laughs> movies. <laughs> okay. But those are the only ones you haven't watched, so. I guess. I mean, there's lots of drama and thrillers and stuff I haven't watched too. Well, I guess I'll have to accept three. Okay. Good. <laughs> Even though you're wrong, I'll, I'll just say okay. that every time. Look, every I, time you rate a movie, look, I, I don't I like. I just say you're wrong. I understand the popularity. <laughs> I understand why people like it. I understand. I understand how iconic it is and the in- pop cultural influence it has on it. But that doesn't mean that like it's my favorite movie of all. That doesn't mean it has to be my favorite movie. That's fine. I'm just saying that. And every time you do yours, your ratings for mine, I always want to go back and change mine. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that movie we just watched. <laughs> okay, so now we'll so this one, so this one is uh, definitely better rewatched than remembered. We would say you would watch this one over and again today. Yes, I was confused by that question. Exactly. I'm just it was the better rewatch to remember. So you watch this one a bunch. You'd rather watch it over and over again. Yes. Well, it's it's better rewatched and remembered. Yeah. I don't know because I, I misunderstood that. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my points. That oh, okay. It, I like because to remember, you, I like to remember it and rewatch. Yeah, it. true. I got you. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to move on to the next movie on the his and her rewatch 
right. We're gonna watch next. I know you kind of. my pick. You kind of trick. You kind of tease me I for teased, a couple of it. I have been teasing you. I have no idea. Yeah, and I'm, you're like, are you sure I haven't seen this movie yet? And I'm pretty sure you've never seen this movie. So I did. I did tease that it's a different genre, something we haven't done yet. Better not be Terminator. No, no. <laughs> there you go. How's it going? I don't know. Oh, no. I actually have seen Terminator, okay. but I don't want to see it again. <laughs> it will not go well for you. We'll watch, one of the, we'll watch Terminator 2 then. <laughs> There's a whole list of those. Oh, no, no right? I'm not a huge Terminator guy. It's just fun because we're 10 episodes in. We have a lot of different genres. This one was Dirty Dancing is a different genre. It's a romance, but it's also a dance, dance movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, Best romance movie of all time. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no. So I'm going to do, we hadn't done a sports movie yet. Oh, man. So, and it's football season. So what movie do you think? Rudy. It is. <laughs> I've seen Rudy. You've seen Rudy? I've I seen it a long time ago. I think I saw it in college when I, uh, film, um, film uh, thingy, whatever you call it, film class. You saw it in film class? Yeah. Oh, so you don't want to watch it? We can watch it again. I don't remember anything about it. You don't remember I fall asleep. Probably. <laughs> I thought you would think I was going to do Remember the Titans and I was going to deny No, it. we both have seen that many times. Oh, I know. I, I know, know we talked about we're not movies, doing that yeah. one. So, uh, so I guessed it. You guessed That's it. That's very rare. I don't ever I guess anything. I was shocked. You just said, I'm like, I don't even know what to say now. Hootie, <laughs> hootie. That's all I know. That's all you know? Okay. See, it's like you with my movie. Yeah. You knew the- So I know this is a very inspiring movie. It's, it's, uh, it's just... It's just a good classic, inspiring movie. It's, a 19, it's from 1993. This is not fair. See, what? you 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 went from me picking a romance movie that I knew you weren't gonna like. I didn't know if you were like this one. I had no idea. I it's didn't an think inspiring you movie. Who would not like an inspiring <laughs> movie? <laughs> That's all sports movies. They're all inspiring. Okay, next I'm picking an inspiring movie, so that there way you, you can't not like it. <laughs> I'm a- gonna get a five. We're getting a five, people. Although I haven't given you a five. No. I gave you clothes. Like Gladiator, Gladiator four and a half. Yeah, Gladiator. I yeah. got you. I was shocked on that one. I was shocked on how well you received Hunt for Red October. And that almost didn't. That, that almost, almost didn't. didn't. No. <laughs> it almost didn't. Yeah. I was a little shocked on that. I was not shocked on how well you didn't receive All Office Space. <laughs> yeah. No. And then we found out that my sister really likes that movie, which not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people really appreciate that movie yeah. so you're the minor- minority on that one yeah no sorry <laughs> so now i could do if you don't want to do rudy i could do another movie no i, I want to do soon. rudy okay it's fine it's football i know there's a lot of good baseball movies i thought about baseball movies i but think i've seen all of them maybe we've seen i know we've seen a lot with the kids but no I'm, this would be an, more of an adult uh movie the kid would go over to kids head but anyway well, i'll do i'll just say that one for later okay so we're doing a sports movie our first sports movie all right but anyways, all right, guys, thanks for sticking us sticking with us this long. We hope you've enjoyed it. I hope I didn't hurt too many feelings out there. I think <laughs> Megan is going to have some things to They're say. They're going to come for you. <laughs> Megan's going to have a couple of things to say after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it all on here. <laughs> We're going to turn it off and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, yeah, she's going to give you the silent treatment. <laughs> no. <laughs> So anyway, thanks guys for hanging out with us again and hope you enjoyed it. Look forward to our uh, next episode and look forward to our social media um, 
Giveaway. Giveaway, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think what it was. A giveaway. Giveaway, our... yeah. Don't forget about the giveaway. Make sure you go and check out our socials on Instagram and Facebook. Go on there, guys, and give us our five-star ratings. We really appreciate the... We give Caleb three stars. Me five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how it works. You can't separate it. Oh, man. <laughs> so, very good. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Till next time. All right. See you next time.